safer sex. Intercourse. Condoms. Sexually transmitted infection. HIV. HIV. Sexual health. Treatment. Prevention. Sexual attraction. Sexually transmitted Hi and welcome back. I'm Heather and you're listening to the Sydney Sexual Health Centre podcast where we talk all things sexual health. This time around we're talking about hepatitis C, a very relevant topic for Hepatitis Awareness Week. New South Wales Hepatitis Awareness Week runs in the last week of July, falling around World Hepatitis Day on Saturday 28th of July. This year's Hepatitis Awareness Week, like last year's, focuses on the new, easy-to-take and easy-to-access treatments for Hepatitis C that have now been PBS listed for two years. The initial PBS listing was a huge cause for celebration for people living with Hepatitis C and for people who work with this community. But that was only the first step in a long journey to get everyone with Hep C tested, treated and cured. One of the organisations doing great work in this area is our own Kirkton Road Centre, which is part of Southeastern Sydney Local Health District. Kirkton Road Centre has provided a comprehensive medical, counselling and social welfare service to at-risk communities in the Kings Cross area since the mid-1980s. We spoke to Rebecca Lothian and Rosie Gilliver from Kirkton Road Centre about how things have changed in the last two years and what the future looks like for them. So, Rebecca... Can you explain a little bit about who you are and what your role involves at KRC? Sure. I am uh, Kirkton Road Centre's Hepatitis C Treatment Coordinator, Clinical Nurse Consultant, and uh, my role is, as the, my title suggests, I coordinate clinical care of clients both um, before, during and after hepatitis C treatment. And my role is uh, multifaceted uh, in that I, um, I work clinically, particularly with our clients with more complicated um, health needs, as well as being the liaison person between our clients, our medical staff, our multidisciplinary team, um, and other care providers involved with our clients while they're undergoing treatment. So Australia got some big news about new hepatitis C treatments around two years ago on the 1st of March 2016. What would you say has changed since then? Wow, um, it's, there's been a seismic shift for uh, people living with hepatitis C um, in that we now have open access to hepatitis C treatment. Uh, basically anyone in Australia with Medicare that has chronic hepatitis C can access uh, treatment that um, and that's regardless of uh, someone's cirrhosis status or if they're injecting drugs and the treatment is um, it's really easy to take it's basically one pill a day for three months or um, or there's a few variations on that low side effect profile um, yeah so it's been quite a watershed in um, yeah in, in care of hep C for, for our clients. So with two years of PBS-listed direct-acting antivirals now behind us, how have things changed for people living with hepatitis C and the services that work with them? Well, for clients, the um, change has been that, uh, you know, our clients have had years of waiting and years of the advice given to them was, oh, yeah, we'll just, you know, come back in six months, we'll check your LFT, see how you're going. Um, and if people could get treatment, it was interferon-based, uh, which is quite a brutal regime um, with 
you know, not so great um, outcomes necessarily to, um, yeah, the really good news of um, a treatment that is, um, you know, so highly effective and so, so easy to take um, that, um, yeah, and, you know, there is finally some good news. Um, for us folk working in the field, it has been really, really exciting in that, um, you know, like I said before, it's just this seismic shift of, um, you know, being able to offer something that is just so effective and, um, you know, such a, um, you know, a new thing for obviously for our clients. Um, a big shift too in the sense that in 2016, um, you know, we had a deluge of clients coming to get on treatment and that's not just Kirkton Road Centre, that's I think everywhere um, had a, we were, um, yeah, really busy with lots and lots of people. Whereas two years down the track, what's changed is that most of the clients that would like to get treated have been treated, one could argue. And so where we're up to now is uh, seeking to engage clients that haven't yet been treated, um, yeah, to get them onto a care pathway. So as we touched on earlier, Australia is really breaking new ground with our universal access to hepatitis C treatments. No other country has made them available to everyone who needs them. Why is this so significant? Or it's significant because the world is watching us. Um, and I think, uh, you know, this is the time to really demonstrate that certainly um, Curtin Road Centre's, you know, core um, group of our clients that are on hepatitis C treatment or have been treated, which are people that inject drugs, um, certainly can access and can complete and can achieve a cure of hepatitis C. Um, which is, yeah, which is why it is just so important that, um, yeah, we do it and we do it well and we really support our clients going through. So let's talk a little bit about Kirkton Road Centre itself. What would you say is unique about the Kirkton Road Centre model of care? Um, in regard to um, our hepatitis C treatment, um, to talk about what's unique, I'll just talk about what's similar, I guess, to some other places first, and that is for hepatitis C treatment, people would have an assessment that had blood tests and that have a fibre scan, um, and then maybe go on to have ultrasounds, etc. What's unique about us is that with our assessment, we dive in uh, quite a bit deeper in that um, when we're assessing someone, we ask a lot of questions um, about uh, not just someone's medical history, but about where they are psychosocially and also um, about injecting um, history and current injecting practices and um, injecting networks. And there's a really specific reason for that, and that's because obviously um, if we are to be part of um, you know, eliminating hepatitis C, we don't just want to um, you know, treat a client with just giving them tablets. It's about really supporting them and where they're at and also um, supporting them by offering treatment to their injecting network as well. Um, so one of our questions is, how many injecting partners do you have? And that question then is a, it's a segue to, so do you, does your partner, do your friends, are they accessing care too? Do they know how to you know, come and see um, us or a GP, et cetera, et cetera? Um, and so that to really open up um, hepatitis C to, to the community um, of people that are using. Um, and also with, um, with our model of care as well, being multidisciplinary, one of our um, assessment questions is all, well, not one question, there's a section on, you know, what someone's living situation is. Um, is someone 
housed? Are they homeless? If they're homeless, you know, what um, position of homeless are they in? Are they primary, secondary or tertiary? And what that does, that informs our our care plan. Um, and this is part of our model of care as well. We don't just offer a script to, to clients when they come in. After assessment, we well, part of the assessment is we work out um, a dosing plan and we offer flexible dosing. What that means is that someone can self-manage if they're um, if they're, they're well sorted. Um, our clients that are on our methadone program, they can get daily dosed at the methadone counter. Um, if clients uh, say if they're psychosocially not quite so stable, we offer um, a lot more intensive support with dosing via um, either clients can come in every day and pick up their uh, their DAA from us at our um, methadone counter, regardless of whether or not they're on our program. Um, they can get a weekly dose set box, so they can come in every week. That's really popular with our clients that are homeless because, um, you know, if someone is sleeping rough or if they're in and out of temporary accommodation, bags get stolen, you know, things get confiscated, um, you know, things go awry. Um, and at least if a client has a week of medication, if they lose their box, they've lost a week. Or if they lose a bottle of pills, they potentially have lost 28 days, which is what we want to avoid. Um, yeah, so that, that, that sort of is our model of care in the sense that, um, yeah, we do really make it client-centred. We assess our clients um, in so many different senses of, of, of their life and we respond to that, to that accordingly. So this model that you've just described has led to Kirkton Road Centre being very well respected, not just in the bloodborne virus sector, but in the community. What would you say is the main secret to your success? Wow. Um, actually, I think there's a couple of ingredients to the secret of our success, and I would think, um, gosh, where do I start? Um, firstly, I think um, there is certainly organisational will um, to be part of this. One of our target groups, if you like, um, is a people that inject drugs and obviously with the new hep c medication you know becoming available two years ago um, and hepatitis c being carried very heavily as a burden by people that that inject drugs um, either currently or historically then hep c treatment is it is just naturally our core business and um yeah kirkton road center um you know from the get-go was so um on the front foot with this in that I was recruited to this position um, back in um, December uh, 2015. So I was in the role for a few months before the drugs even became on board so that I could, you know, we could get things ready and get clients' treatment ready so that come the 1st of um, March, you know, we had people that were, were good to go. Um, so there's that and there's also um, just the nature of Kirkton Road Centre. We're a walk-in service and we offer clinical services in outreach settings. Um, and so we're not, um, not to diss any other organisation, but we don't rely on people working around us. We work around them. So, you, you know, people, our, our clients don't have to come in on a certain date, on a certain time. And if they don't come in, then we'll reschedule them for later. Um, it really is about, um, yeah, clients, uh, yeah, we are client-centred um, in that respect. Um, we also work with, our, with peers and with our partner organisations, um, which is definitely, um, that's part of our success as well. But specifically for Hep C, um, I'd say that part of our success here is that our clients actually really, really want treatment. Um, I mean, that's demonstrated by how busy we were 
um, at the start of 2016, well, through 2016. And this kind of reminds me of um, in October 2016, I went to the viral hepatitis uh, conference in Adelaide and I um, a quarter one of the plenary sessions was um, a woman called Zoe Dodge. She's a Canadian peer worker. And I think she's a co-founder of Toronto Hepatitis C Project or something like that. And she said something that just, just really struck me, and that is that she said, look, you know, us people that use drugs, we know how to take them. And I just thought that was just gold. And, um, you know, why do we work? Well, we work because we work around our clients and they want to work with us. That's how we work. That's, that's how our success, I believe. You sound really passionate when you speak about the centre. What has it meant to you personally to be part of KRC? Oh, it's um, it's it's huge. Um, working with um, with Kirkton Road Centre, um, I think the, for me the the best part about it is that um, the the core principles of Kirkton Road Centre are and the philosophies that underpin the work that we do are so congruent with my own personal beliefs and philosophies about um, about healthcare and about um, how we as a community, as a society, um, you know, how we should operate and how we should work together. Um, within the um, hepatitis C work itself, it's also been um, huge for me in the sense that um, I remember in, um, you know, I was a student nurse in the early 1990s. In the late 1990s, I was a registered nurse and I still remember the days working um, on the ward, looking after people living or dying at that time um, of HIV and, you know, um, having medicine cups full of, of capsules and pills and, you know, never being able to sort of keep up with that. It was just um, heartbreaking and challenging. And then in the early 2000s, the um, emergence of antiretroviral drugs uh, came into being, and that was that was a watershed that was seismic for people living with HIV. I see that the emergence of the DAAs as being it's on par with the um, antiretrovirals getting really really good, and it is such a buzz for me to be part of of, of this at this time and. I know that, um, look, it's, it's limited, um, you know, and it's ironic that I, my goal in my work is to become obsolete, but um, I don't think that will be happening anytime soon. Um, yeah, but for me working at Curtin Road Centre, because we do so many different things here as well, it's a place where, as a nurse, I get to draw and learn from everything I've done in my career before I, I, I came to work here. And, um, and also the philosophies that we use here are so transferable elsewhere, um, in particular, I um, actually had a bit of a hiatus from Kirkton Road Centre a few years ago. I went to work in an Aboriginal community in Western Australia and um, so much of what I learnt here um, was just, you know, wonderfully transferable to working within, um, with a, within a community that had very specific needs to culture and to, to health and to wellbeing that were um, profoundly um, disadvantaged because of socioeconomical reasons. So this podcast is coming out around Hepatitis Awareness Week, which runs in July and August every year. What are the main priorities for Kirkton Road Centre this Hepatitis Awareness Week? Oh, I'd say there's two priorities. The first priority would be um, just to raise the profile of hepatitis um, in the sense of treatment availability in regard to hepatitis C. Um, and the second priority, which probably is 
for me, the more important one is to, um, through our activities and through this campaign, is to um, engage clients that are not yet treated, um, engage them into a into a care pathway, and um, yeah, get on the DAs and yeah, get moving in for people that perhaps have been treated in 2016, and you know, invite them back in for a, um, a test to you know um, make sure that they're still virus free, and if they're not, let's go again. So let's end with a bit of big picture thinking. Where to from here? What's next for Kirkton Road Centre? In regard to hep C treatment, that's a really good question, a very exciting question. I think there's lots of things um, coming up that would certainly be part of. Um, you know, things like, um, this is not my area of expertise, but, you know, what is the what will the role of the dry blood spot be in the future? I think that's um, really exciting because, um, you know, for people that have got really poor um, venous access, you know, getting blood taken, you know, for a workup is just can be such a barrier to, to getting on treatment. So what will what role will finger prick uh, dry blood spot testing be? Similarly, point of care testing. Um, I know at Kirkton Road Centre we're looking at, um, you know, ramping up um, access to, to DAAs through our outreach clinics, and that's really exciting. And, again, it's that thing of taking, you know, working more around people rather than having to have people come to us. We go to where our, our clients are, are accessing. Um, we are um, obviously part of whatever else is happening in the greater hepatitis C um, treatment sphere. So as treatment periods you know, maybe shortening in the future and and such like. Obviously, we'd be on board with that. Um, we've been testing now, or treating now for a good couple of years. And like I said before, it is you know it's time to invite clients that have been test treated before to let's have another test and see where you're up to. Um, and obviously, um, where to from here is yeah, re really seeking to engage our clients that um, haven't yet darkened our doorstep and in invite them in and um, yeah, come and be part of of our community and, yeah, get your hep C treated. That was Rebecca Lothian from the Kirkton Road Centre. We also spoke to another member of the KRC team, Rosie Gilliver. Hi, my name's Rosie Gilliver and I'm a CNC in clinical research and development at KRC. I coordinate the clinical trials and studies that go on here, um, most of which are actually involving people with hepatitis C. Um, and people going through treatment who are current injecting drug users, and also some longitudinal studies um, with compacted clients with HIV and Hep C. And I also work a lot in clinics and um, do quite a few of the outreach clinics that we have here. So you have a wealth of experience working in the hepatitis C space. Mm -hmm. I understand that you worked in hepatology for many years before moving to Coaton Road Centre. What are the real differences between the current landscape and the landscape of the past? Yes, yeah, so I started working in hepatology in the early 2000s, actually, and um, I guess during this time things were pretty bleak as far as treatment for hepatitis C goes. I mean, when I very first started, we only had monotherapy, which had very poor outcomes um, for cure. Um, and then over the next 10 years, I guess, you know, we ended up with uh, pegylated interferon, ribavirin, and then triple therapy, all of which caused some really terrible side effects, um, severe fatigue, uh, insomnia, nausea, hair loss, anemia, um, neutropenia, and then from a psychological point of view, depression, and sometimes psychosis as well. 
So it was a very arduous and difficult treatment. And again, with, with not brilliant outcomes, especially for certain genotypes or people who'd had progressed liver disease. They also needed to have back then a liver biopsy too, which was a very painful and frightening experience for many people. So it's very prohibitive as far as um, for many people accessing that. Um, and I have great admiration, I guess, over the years for all the people when I look back who managed to get through that treatment. Um, it's pretty miraculous now, though, what's happening. You know, we have eight or 12 weeks of treatment with one or three tablets a day with minimal side effects, if any, from, for a lot of clients that we've cared for. Um, and it would have been really hard to imagine this 10 years ago. So as you've just touched on there, we've heard a lot about the promise of new treatments to greatly improve health outcomes for people living with hepatitis C and potentially even eliminate the virus. Are you starting to see evidence of these improved outcomes in the real-world setting? Yes, so I think for our clients at KRC who are marginalised, often homeless with complex comorbidities in mental mental health and drug and alcohol issues, previous treatments, as I've mentioned, were really difficult for them to manage. And it was fatuous to think that this was an option for them. Um, you know, living on the streets, facing daily discrimination around their drug use, and really hardly any of that type of client group were treated subsequently. However, we've now treated hundreds of clients at KRC with uh, great success, you know, very positive outcomes of cure for those clients. But for all people living with hep C, this is a tremendous breakthrough. Um, It would be wonderful to achieve elimination, but we need to keep working at encouraging people to test and then access treatment. Um, We're also very lucky in Australia, comparatively to when you look at hep C treatment globally, as we've got no restrictions in who we treat and how often we can treat. So again, that's an amazing breakthrough for us here in Australia. So the theme of World Hepatitis Day this year is Find the Missing Millions. It focuses on the people who are living with hepatitis C, but who don't know that they have it. How is Kirkton Road Centre working to reach and diagnose and treat these populations? So we're working hard to access and try and contact old clients, for example, who've tested with us in the past but haven't um, come back for for treatment. That's not always easy with our uh, client group because their contact details change very rapidly and they're quite transient population, but we have managed that in some cases. Um, We're really encouraging testing in community environments, from hostels to NSPs to community outreach in our bus, and we are focusing a lot on outreach in our NSP primary healthcare clinics. Um, We're also involved in some studies, the studies I sort of mentioned before, and they're helping to eliminate some barriers for people especially around things like venipuncture. A lot of our clients have very difficult venous access. So some of those studies involve um, a point-of-care test with a finger prick test instead of actually um, main pathology. And that, that's a great um, change, which I think is going to be really useful. Um, we've also built a model of care that helps to meet the clients where they are regarding their need for support, such as daily dosing here with us or a weekly dose set box or just support if they're self-managing and that may change of course as their situation changes through treatment so to be really adaptable um, and responsive to, to what's happening for them. So what can health professionals do to help? What should they be looking out for in their patients to identify people who might have hepatitis C? 
Well, firstly, I think it's really important that people feel comfortable and confident about asking questions about people's risks without judgment or discrimination. Um, the more comfortable you feel about asking these questions in a kind and a compassionate way, the more your clients or your patients tend to have confidence in you and then talk about what their risks have, um, have been um, regarding exposure to hepatitis C. And if they think they're being judged, they're not just going to say anything and therefore they won't access testing. Um, also encouraging testing, you need to understand how then to interpret tests. There's a difference between antibodies and PCR testing and it's important that you understand the differences between those two and explain them to, their clients, to your clients too. And having some knowledge of this information um, and around where to refer clients and link them into care, um, you know, some really friendly GPs or somewhere like ours. And most of this um, information is available on the Hepatitis New South Wales website, if, you, if you're unsure. Um, and just to reiterate to, to clients, some, some still don't know that treatment has changed. You don't need a liver biopsy. Um, it's easy. It's 12 weeks of tablets with great outcomes, with hardly any side effects. Um, and also, you know, if you're client is still injecting that they might want to bring partners in or people they inject with and where they can get clean needles and syringes and some help around drug and alcohol if that's what they want as well and also training for overdose and take home naloxone so it's a sort of a wider message um, more holistic approach I think is really helpful. So let's end on a really positive note if you were given one wish this hepatitis awareness week what would you like to see happen? Well, I think most importantly, I'd like to see that, um, especially in healthcare, but also in the wider community, that we can reduce the stigma and discrimination for people living with hepatitis C. Um, hepatitis C can affect anyone, um, a family member, a friend, and I've treated over the years people from all walks of life. But if with that stigma and discrimination comes a lack of going to a healthcare professional to access testing to begin with, and then to follow up with care. So if we can break that down and try and start a conversation in a non-judgmental, kind and friendly way, I think we can increase access to testing and therefore increase access to care. And, um, you know, we might all help to eliminate hep C in Australia, which would be wonderful. That was Rebecca Lothian and Rosie Gilver from the outstanding Kirkton Road Centre talking to us about Hepatitis C this Hepatitis Awareness Week. If you want to know more about Kirkton Road Centre, you can check out their Facebook page or read more about them on the Southeastern Sydney Local Health District website. For more about Hepatitis Awareness Week and World Hepatitis Day, keep an eye on our social media. Thanks for listening. Remember to share this podcast around to your friends and colleagues and subscribe if you want to hear more from us.